Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Now he's making room. He gets to the 50. He gets to midfield. He gets to the 40. What an athletic display by Trey Ford. He's magic. He is the magic man of the Canadian Football League right now. He's got a line to the net. He'll come in. The shot scores! home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Live from Claire Drake Arena, Inside Sports tonight, U of A Golden Bears taking on the Canada West leading UBC Thunderbirds, they have won nine in a row. Bears trying to push to at least get one home playoff series once we get to the postseason. Should be a fun one tonight. We'll keep you updated. The Oil Kings in action against the Calgary Hitmen. They're just getting underway at Rogers Place. The Oilers farm team, the Bakersfield Condors, trailing Texas 3-2 about six minutes into the second period. Borgo and McKaig, the goal scorers for the Condors. We're going to have a uh, moment of silence here for Derek Dreger, the former U of A equ- equipment manager who passed away also wrote a book on uh, Claire Drake, of course, the man who this arena is named after. We will uh, also hear from the commissioners of both the AJHL and the BCHL, the two leagues at the center of the, well, the story, this ongoing story about the teams leaving uh, for for uh, the five teams leaving the Alberta League for the BC league years. We're just now having the uh, moment of silence here for Derek Dreger. Skills competition, Connor McDavid, fastest skater and best stick handler. All right, let's get to my interview here with uh, Steve Cocker. He's the commissioner of the BCHL. Steve, welcome to Inside Sports. How are you doing? Doing well, Reed. Thanks for having me on. Well, I appreciate you coming on because I've been following this story and talking about it as best as I can, even though I know it's been difficult for commissioners and owners and managers to say a lot on the record. So, you know, it's good to have you on and have Ryan on on the same night. I kind of want to go through the timeline a a little bit, I guess. And and one thing that sort of maybe got this rolling was that announcement you guys made on January 20th, that those five Alberta teams had committed to the BCHL. Why? I guess the the simple question is why do that at that time? Sure. Yeah. When, when that information, uh, when, when we realized that that information had gone out into the public, we felt we needed to be transparent about the the decision and the situation. 
And also the Alberta teams did not want to act in bad faith towards their league mates and withhold information. So uh, it was a notice given because the message had already gotten out and we wanted to be tra- as transparent as possible. Okay. The storm, I'll call it a storm, whether you agree with that, <laughs> that, that interpretation, the storm that followed, did that take you by surprise? Do you, do you wish maybe you'd handled anything differently? Um, no, I, I think it certainly weren't surprised, uh, by the, you know, negative reaction, uh, by, you know, the, the AJHL, um, but we were certainly caught off guard about, um, members in good standing of a league, uh, being, being, having their games taken away and having athletes not, not be able to hit the ice. So I would say that that caught us off guard a bit. Um, but all in all, no, we, we, we certainly weren't surprised that uh, when when five teams notified that they were departing, or the BCHL notified that five teams were were coming into our league the following season. Um, not surprised that there was um, you know an, uh, an instant negative reaction from from their current league. Uh, so I, I guess was it awkward to negotiate though? While because obviously this the talk started before the announcement came out. You know, is that an awkward situation, though, to be in, to put those teams in, to talk to them while they are playing a current season? Yeah, no, I mean, when, when we go back to, and I'll just kind of rewind a bit to our decision to leave Hockey Canada back May 1st, uh, we had an internal mandate that we made a business decision that was best for the BCHL. And we aren't here to revolutionize the world of hockey. We just made a decision that was best for us. So we did not um, initiate uh, discussions with, with anyone. We, we pick up the phone anytime someone wants to talk about the BCHL or its direction and, and kind of the, you know, the life, uh, as, as an independent hockey league. Um, so when, when we picked up the phone and, and started those discussions, uh, we knew that these were going to be terms put in place for the following season. Uh, but there was certainly, I mean, I, I think we've been pretty clear. There was nothing signed, formally for those teams until uh the day before that we we announced just recently that they were full full-fledged members of the bchl that that evening before uh, uh we we finally uh that was the time where where those teams finally put pen to paper okay so h- how will the five alberta teams now be incorporated for the rest of the season yeah, so we are going to have uh, them finish up their regular season amongst each other. Between now and March 31st, uh, we'll be scheduling friendly games, exhibition games. Those will be mutually agreed upon by the BC teams and the Alberta teams to see some kind of teasers for, for next season, which we're really excited about. And then uh, when the BCHL Fred Page Cup playoffs begin early April, um, in April as well, the Alberta the Alberta teams will have their own internal uh, playoffs. And at the end of all of that, at the end of May, uh, May, early June, we will have a best on best Fred Page Cup champion versus the the Alberta champion. And they will come and play in, in an event at the end of the season. Okay. Steve Cocker joining us in Inside Sports. He's the commissioner of the BCHL. Um, I guess... The, the question would would be, and then you and I haven't talked before, um, so I want to get it from you as opposed to what I've been saying and what I hear from other people. Why is it in your mind 
better for the BCHL to have to have done this, like left, left Hockey Canada, you know, before this year, and and now you know even bring in teams from other provinces who are deciding to lead uh, leave the umbrella. What's the what's the advantage? Why is it better? Yeah, I think just the ability to uh, self-govern ourselves from a business perspective as well as a, a player perspective. The the players and the opportunities that our athletes have in the BCHL is much greater now than it was this time last year. We now have the ability for instead of a you know a sixteen year old from Ontario that really wants to go to college hockey and really wants to play in the BCHL as his development path. Uh, they had to uproot their family and move addresses and, and come and live in one of our communities. It was just asking so much for a family. And it was really continuing that trend of, you know, hockey being that expensive sport that only certain people can uh, can participate in. And we just, we, we didn't think it was right. We, we see other leagues uh, like the CHL or even like the prep school league, which is governed under Hockey Canada, the, the CSSHL, where athletes are, are moving provinces and playing in different leagues as young as 13, 14. Um, so we just thought it didn't make sense. Uh, and, and we weren't receiving responses to even simple meetings. And at the end of the day, when push came to shove and we were in a situation where we had to make a decision, uh, our board thought it, you know, the best decision for the BCHL is to to move to independent and operate our, um, govern ourselves. So do you think this is now where junior A hockey is is headed? I, I mean, is the, the hockey Canada model umbrella, whatever you want to call it, is is it now outdated? Is this what you foresee happening across the country? Um, no, I, I don't I don't foresee that. I think we have a lot of eyes on us for sure to see how how it goes in this in this first year, uh, especially. But. Listen, we, like I said off the top, we made a decision that we thought was the best for the BCHL. And if other leagues see that themselves like us and see the same benefit, uh, then maybe it has some some traction. But that's not why we did this. We just made a decision we thought was best for us. And, um, you know, I think it's it's starting to show that it, it was the right decision, although it is it is early. I, I guess. My, and and you could tell me if I'm being an overdramatic media guy, Steve. I've been called that before, but but I, but I guess given just like I liked what your answer was, and you kind of said, "Hey, provinces or organizations might have to pursue their best path." But the cynical side of me says this is still creating conflict where one um, approach might eventually win out over the other. Or or am I getting ahead of myself? Yeah, I, th I think you are getting ahead of yourself. I, I think one thing we've been very clear about, uh, one, we tried to, I, I kind of alluded to it in the previous question, was trying to get to the table with Hockey Canada to discuss our, our problems, what we thought were inequities in the system. And we tried for, for three to four years, uh, and, and we couldn't get a meeting. We couldn't get any anything that gave us the the feeling that hey there there's it may be slow but there's going to be some momentum here to make some changes that are going to be best for the the junior hockey athlete and we we hadn't we had nothing so ultimately when you try and try and try and, and um, you're not able to get to the table then you have to make a decision so um yeah i i i, I don't see one uh, one path being the the true 
right path. And, and even in saying that, if, if we can get to the, get to the table with hockey Canada, we'd be glad to have these discussions and, and we'd be glad to get back, back and have those uh, productive dialogues to talk about, you know, may, maybe it is time to, to relook at the Canadian development model and, and see if there are some, some areas in there that need to be updated. Okay. How are the Alberta teams going to be incorporated next season? Alignment, I, I would imagine travel. Could, I'm pretty sure you're not going to start flying or having airplanes, uh, team airplanes. <laughs> so uh, do, we, do, we, do we know about how the league's going to work next year? We, we will have a lot of, uh, of announcements coming in the next couple of weeks, and I'll gladly jump on with you, Reid, and, and walk through those. Uh, but right now, our goal was just getting the kids on the ice now and, and making sure they could finish up their season. Uh, but we will have a lot of exciting announcements about next season in, in the coming weeks. Okay. Well, well, thanks for that, Steve. Thanks for uh, you know giving us on the record comment uh, I, I know it's been difficult to do that uh i guess verbally you've had your statements but or but uh you know through doing interviews so i appreciate that i i, I do think this is an interesting story and, and i and i do think this is going to affect the junior a landscape and uh and we'll see what happens in, in the years to come i suppose really appreciate your time yeah no problem Ray. thanks for having me on all right, so there's some good information and perspective from Steve Cocker, the commissioner of the BCHL. So going back, and we've kind of talked about this, why they wanted to leave Hockey Canada, have more control over what they wanted to do. They could bring in different players. They're not worried about, uh, you know, transferring in between provinces. They can get more Europeans. I've talked about that, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, according to what he said, he goes, we're not going around trying to steal teams from other provinces. He says these five Alberta teams called us and said how they could make it work. Now, look, you know I've been talking about this story quite a bit. Uh, I, I fully admit maybe I'm more interested in it than some of you are, but I do think it's an important story. And I did, there are some great junior A communities in Alberta, and it's a league I used to cover firsthand, so it means something to me. Uh, things are changing. And if, if one organization can leave Hockey Canada and then they can take teams from another province, this will happen across the province. Now, we're going to have a response from Ryan Bartoszczyk, the commissioner of the AJHL, in the next half hour of the show. But I, I view this as a big deal. And I know it's not the NHL, but most players don't make the AJHL or make the NHL. They play in leagues like the AJHL or junior leagues or whatever, and then that could affect their opportunities in hockey and in life depending on what they what they do beyond that so i think this is this is quite significant um we'll see how it works now you know next year when these five alberta teams are actually in the bchl next year and i guess from the perspective of someone who has a sports show in edmonton the two teams that are closest to edmonton spruce grove and sherwood park are going to be in that league. So I'm probably going to talk about that league now because, uh, you know, we got Spruce Grove and, and Sherwood Park fans who listen to shows like mine and shows like Bob. So I wanted to get that perspective on. It's important to me to tell the story and get it straight from the people who are at the decision-making level. So I was happy to have Steve on the show. Uh, you are welcome to get in touch, by the way, at 780-496-0063. That is the hotline presented by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty pro all the way you can email inside sports at 630ched.com if you're just tuning in and you're like it sounds like there's a hockey game in the background there is well it's in my foreground i feel like i could reach out and touch center ice 12 41 left in the first period no score golden bears hosting ubc back in a couple of minutes it's inside sports on 630 ched
Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. All right, 10:31 left in the first period, no score. Golden Bears and Thunderbirds at Claire Drake Arena. Reed Wilkins on the scene with Angie Quinnell, Kellen Kennedy's back at the 6:30 Shed Broadcasting Compound. I'm sorry we don't let you leave work, Kellen. You'd love it here. Oh, it sounds like an electric environment tonight, and two marquee teams like uh, UBC and the Golden Bears going at it. Yeah, I'd love to see it in person. Uh, one day I'll go down and check it out for well, sure. One day we'll let you out of the station. <laughs> uh, what's happening at the skills competition? Well, we're in the one-on-one portion of the skills right now where they took the top eight point uh, getters from the first, what was it, six or seven events, and now going one-on-one. Uh, JT Miller of the Canucks just wrapped up his one-on-one session with Troy Swayman of the Boston Bruins, and and uh, as soon as they pop up the results, like we'll let you know what they are. So Connor won <laughs> the fastest skater and the stick handling competition. He did, and I believe he was the number one seed going into this one-on-one thing because they rank everybody one through eight. And so McDavid, of course, naturally was number one going into this event. So. Oh, and he also won accuracy shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was also in the passing challenge. Didn't get points in that, so he won the other three events he was in. That's right. Uh, yeah. So he's the overall leader right now. Makar and Barzell are second. And uh, Dreisaitl tied for second in one-timers and was fifth in the stick handling. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's what's going on. So McDavid's doing well. Imagine that. Yes. McDavid has a lot of skills. Yeah. But who would have guessed that? <laughs> he's got super skills at the super skills so far. So. Yeah. Uh, awesome to be here. Lovely being at Claire Drake Arena. The uh, Golden Bears are uh, tied with UBC. Calgary leading the Oil Kings 2-0 eight minutes into the game at uh, Rogers Place tonight, the final game that our buddy Andrew Peart is going to call for the Oil Kings. He's joining the Oilers media relations staff. And, uh, yeah, still, that's, that's what I love about Edmonton. I, I know the Oilers dominate the sports talk. And uh, the Elks get a lot of it too, but there's other great stuff going on. So it's cool to be here uh, at the U of A, and you know we featured the the Harry Ainley triprob on the show earlier this week. Uh, Ainley has just tipped off in their main gym against LCI in a semifinal on the men's side of the draw. The uh, Ainley women, unfortunately, early today losing the semifinal to Dakota Collegiate. 76-64, so uh, Harry Ainley on the women's side will play Jasper Place for bronze at 12.30 tomorrow. JP lost 78-49 to Raymond. Yeah, it is a great sports weekend in town, despite the Oilers uh, being on the All-Star break. All right, we will have Ryan Bartoshik. He's the commissioner of the AJHL as uh, he'll talk about losing five teams from his league. You can get in touch at 780-496-0063. We're live at Claire Drake, Inside Sports on Chet. 